People think there are three periods mainly, except the great metal band. There are really three and a half, but with a caveat. Yes, I like a caveat. You know that. You know that I like a caveat. Yes. The first period, I suppose, is the kind of early years. We you know Dirk Schneider, balls to the wall and all that, fast as a shark, and uh, restless and wild. The later period is another one with Mark Torneo, and they haven't really put a foot wrong, as far as I'm concerned, in the very metallic albums they produced there. The other period would be, I suppose, the one album with David Rees, Eat the Heat, which is a... It's a real attempt to break the American market, isn't it? And then there's a sort of half a period with Udo Dirkschneider back with some other albums which are overlooked, really, and I need to look at those again. You know, the albums I'm, I'm... talking about, I feel sure. Albums like um, Objection Overruled and Death Row. But there's another small period within the Udo Dirkschneider marvellous early period. And this was a small attempt or a push towards trying to break America again. And one of those albums, or probably the album that did it first, because it's after Restless and Wild, it comes a no, it's not. It's had a balls to the wall. That's right. It comes a couple of years after that. Is Metal Heart? Now, it's much unloved and overlooked. And I remember it coming out because I'm elderly. Yes, is it time for my injection? I'm elderly, so I remember it coming out, and I remember people saying, "Oh, I see." The cover's quite bright. You see, it's got the sort of got the metal heart there but it's quite it's blue sky blue you know and you don't expect that from a metal band certainly not accept so people said oh i remember listening to it at the time and actually buying it buying the cassette and people saying it's not really not really up to standard from what we'd expect which meant that i didn't listen to it very much and i didn't listen to the next album which is you know dirk schneider's last russian roulette which i do need to have a look at again but i thought because I like to revisit albums that I wasn't, that, that didn't get the love that I might have given them at the time, I always like to revisit. And I'm so pleased I did here. This is um, a sort of attempt to prepare the way for the American market. But it's just got so much good stuff in it. And I understand why people say, it's not like the earlier albums. It's not. It's not as hard. You know, Metal Heart itself has has a, a big metallic feel, but it's bright. You know, it lets the sun in. It's got an arena feel to it. And that's sometimes what people don't want because um, they're my band. I don't want them to become big. I don't want them to break America. They're my band. That sort of thing. There's a big back gang chorus here, a big bang gang chorus here, and then a sort of classically influenced solo. A la Spinal Tap and um, Nigel Tufnell, I suppose. Now, Midnight Mover starts with that choppy Van Halen riff. It's flashy radio rock, this, and I love it. And sometimes on this album, they flirt with and don't quite go there, but it's almost like they're 
looking across the dance floor at Melodic Rock and making eyes at Melodic Rock, but not leaving with Melodic Rock. Yeah, there is an almost Melodic Rock chorus here in Midnight Mover. Wrong is right is the kind of thing you'd expect, except to do earlier on. Hard, fast rock, a simple attack, very like you remember. But the next track, Screaming for a Love Bite, oh my word. This is almost glammy. And remember, this came out in 86. So, was it 86? It was 86, wasn't it? 85. So, this is the time where metal is in the charts, and AOR is in the charts, and we are just beginning to get the the nascent, yes, nascent, period of um, hair metal. And this is, there's a little bit of that here, actually. It's got a pop metal chorus. You know, they really open the windows and let the light stream in. Beautifully done. There are some tracks I'm not very keen on here. Dogs on Leeds sounds a bit flat to me. It's gang, it's flashy solo, but that's all it's got. And people say that Teachers to Survive is a is a jazz metal track. I've seen that said before. It's not. It's like a sort of high top sneakers bop around, which you'd expect more for AOR at this time. It's an odd rising guitar, a, a bit of a lounge section. Maybe that's what people are referring to. Just a bit of a laugh, really into a big, clean-toned solo, and then Bound to Fail finishes with precise metal. It slows down for a battle metal feel. The whole thing's great. And I love it. I know why people don't, but I think it's great. I must look at Russian Roulette and other, uh, other albums like Eat the Heat that I've not really given much time to. Accept were and are a great band, whatever period you're looking at. And this really proves it. I think if you look at it again, considering the kind of metal we had at that time and had subsequently, I think you'll love it. I know I do. Ta-ta.